Welcome back, friends, to the Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and today we have special guest speaker, Miss Nicolette Walker Bowman. Nicolette is going to come on and talk with us, share her story about how breast cancer and food addiction and alcohol consumption were things that she struggled with, but things that she was not going to allow to define her, and how she was able to take those trials with those things and flip the script, reframe it, and turn it into something positive, turn it into a superpower. And we're going to get to hear that story today. I'm super stoked about this. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get on into it. All right, friends, I told you about my beautiful friend, Miss Nicolette Bowman. I'm so excited for us to get to talk to her today. I know that I gave a brief interview um, of what, well, not interview, introduction of what she is all about, but it's it's not as good as hearing it from her herself. So Nicolette, tell everybody that's listening who you are, what you do, and let's jump right on into your story. You've been through a lot of shit in your life. And so I want to hear about how you've been through the ringer and how you were able to turn it all around and make it into something positive so that you had your power back moving forward to where you are today. So the mic is yours, my dear. Thank you so much. I think we're going to need a five-part series for all the decades I've lived in this one body. I'm so. going to down for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, as you said, my name's Nicolette Walker. Well, my name's Nicolette Walker Bowman. I go the hyphen because uh, I pay homage to my previous married life because I did professional photography. I still do that for a lot of years. So that's kind of, I kept the walker for the business reasons, but I am married now uh, to an amazing man uh, named Bill Bowman. And that's where I got the last name Bowman. So now I'm Nicolette Walker Bowman. And what I do, well, I do a lot of things in life. I have done a lot of things in life. But the thing that I love doing the most is helping people. That is really the the most rewarding thing in life is to help others. Because when I have been down in my life in the past, you know, I'm 52 now. So in my, you know, we'll say 40 years, you know, a lot of people have helped me along the way. And I've been really grateful for that help. And because of all of the things I've been through, uh, I've gone through being in a car accident when I was seven and I was immobilized from my neck down to my feet with a body cast for a month. When you're seven, that's just not fun. That was in the time too. So. I don't think that's fun at any age, but I can't imagine at <laughs> seven. Holy cow. Well, you know, kids do like to run around and have fun. You can't really have fun when you have a cast, when you're, you know, yeah. kind of so you're left to think a lot and so I, I was alone a lot you know as a kid having to having you know this space of being in a hospital for three and a half weeks in traction and then being in a body cast basically for like a month then being on crutches so that's where I mean things started at a very young age for me and it's kind of interesting because the date on that was seven, seven, 77 at seven. And I was seven, just saying, Wow, <laughs> it was a pretty prolific moment in time. And yeah. honestly, um, I, I think that that started something in me to realize how resilient I am and how strong I am as well. And as I, as I got older and, you know, 
thinking I know everything because we all know everything when we're a teenager. Um, I went through a, a lot of um, stuff in high school and uh, I was bullied a lot, a lot in high school. And in my freshman year, I was sexually assaulted by um, someone in my class and it was totally out of left field and never, ever expected it. And uh, a girlfriend of mine were walking and, and he um, thought it would be an idea to have his friend push my girlfriend down on the ground. And then he took me and pushed me up against the brick wall and started sexually assaulting me. And I punched him in the face, you know, because I had my books up like this and I went like that and punched him in the face and they took off and they left. So um, that's something that happened to me that I was 14. I was, a, you know, that's kind of a young age to have to deal with that kind of stuff. Um, I was a virgin, you know, I wasn't about that kind of stuff, you know, just right. living, I was 14 years old. I mean, I had a boyfriend, you know, uh, before these, you know, we're a year apart, but I mean, come on. Yeah. That's not something that 12, you expect 13. to go through at 14. Yeah. yeah. We, he was 12. I was 13. We kissed, you know, it was a wonderful, like awesome relationship and friendship that we had, but then this happened and it was like totally, completely weird. And it really, sorry about that. My mom called, um, it really pushed me, um, to actually close off and in different ways. Uh, backing up a space I had um food problems at a at when I started with about 10 but as I was getting older into um preteen teen it got more serious where I was taking from like friends houses and hiding it closet eating and I had lost some weight and stuff and then this assault happened and then from there it kind of just plummeted I kind of got further into food addiction because that was like my friend always there and something that um I had control over right it was a protection wall oh well that was part of it absolutely I was putting layer upon layer of protection over my body but it didn't stop the quote-unquote boys from liking me or whatever and I had boyfriends. I had a very, very great boyfriend when I was young. When I was 15, he was fantastic. Um, we dated for a year and a half and I had another one for a three and a half year relationship. So I had really good relationships. Uh, you know, even though the weight thing was there and that was a personal thing that had nothing to do with them. Um, I, I, I had to deal with that stuff myself and I wasn't. I was just going with the motion. And when I quote unquote had a relationship, fell in love, I dropped some weight because I wasn't thinking about food because I was in a state of like bliss, so to speak, right? right? You're not honeymoon phase. <laughs> yes, you know, you know how it goes and go like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it, was, it was just really interesting. And when I, um, I, hit a, I hit about 20 years old and I met this guy and we hung out and I ended up in a relationship with him and it went into domestic violence. And having this relationship with this person, we were only together for a year and two months. And it was like we were together for five years. And looking back at all of that, and then being in this domestic violence, it, it was like, 
where did my life go? What happened? I was, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. And the next thing I know, I'm getting pushed around and beaten, you know, right. it, it, was, it was just crazy. And I, and I got pregnant with our son, with our first son and dealt with um, restraining orders and the whole, the whole thing with that, that happened. And um, even domestic violence towards my pregnancy, he beat me in the stomach when I was five and a half months pregnant with our first son. So when you're in a situation like that, you're not really functioning from a place of any type of peace at all. You're right. functioning a, a fight or flight in constant state of stress. And I'm very grateful that my son survived because of what I was going through. And I believe that part of that was because I took control over my life. And I, I really made the decision that this is it. And, and I got the restraining order on him and he ended up going to jail for violating it a few times. And I'm not going to get into any more, but more about that relationship because I've talked about that on, on other parts, but what really I carried all these years um, with me was the weight off and on, up and down, up and down, never, ever having any peace, never having any solace because food was my friend when, you know what I mean? Getting, yeah. Going yeah. through abuse, domestic violence on top of it. That was part of it. Then I have kids. So I got to take care of their needs and what they need. Yeah. And yeah, the, the stack of Oreos is not going to hit me, <laughs> make me feel like shit or ask me to change a diaper or get another tray of chicken nuggets out of the fridge. I get it. And I know I'm, I'm generalizing it, but I'm no. Oh yeah. I totally. <laughs> it's funny because being, being a single parent and um, doing this on your own, I didn't have any financial help either. I, I pretty much did it all on my own, uh, except for like my mom helping and stuff, which she was very wonderful about. Uh, I had to, like, I was on welfare. I did all of the things. I, I had to go through all that. I went to school. I got a degree. I did all of it and everything I was supposed to do, but I wasn't really taking care of myself because I'm taking care of these two boys that need me. I'm taking care of the bills that need to be paid to keep the right. roof open head right so all of these things are in the forefront and the last thing that was being taken care of and pretty much never was was me and because of the the levels of stress and there's there's more stuff and I'm not going to get into it but this the levels of stress the lack of knowledge of what I was doing what I was putting in my body how I was functioning I was like living off of uh coffee and you know bagels and running around getting Bertucci rolls sometimes for lunch with the butter, you know, because those are like drugs. And right. <laughs> that's really what it was for me. Food was my drug of choice, major, major drug of choice. And when you have an addiction with food, it is very hard to stay away from that because with alcohol or drugs, it's a choice that you physically go and get you, you seek it out. It is something that is not, you don't need it. You seek it out, you get it. Woo. You know, all, all that right. stuff. But with food, it's tricky because you actually need food to live. And that is why it's, it's really the hardest addiction to overcome, get over, release, whatever word works for you. Um, and it took me 40 years and a lot of work. Now, diets, I, you go, well, you did the diet. Yeah, name one. I probably did it unless it came after 2017, except for Atkins. I never did Atkins, um, which seems to almost be affectionately known as keto in a way. Uh, so I never really did 
that one, but everything else, I tried everything and nothing really got to the problem because the problem wasn't the food. The food's just there. That's not, that wasn't the problem. The problem was inside of what me and what I was dealing with. Uh, the and, internal trauma that was just helping build. Well, yeah, that was part of it. Not dealing. I dealt with stuff though. I mean, I did therapy. I did all this stuff, but this happened before all that trauma happened. This food, oh, gotcha. it happened when I was 10 years old. Okay. And that's why I was kind of starting off with a little bit when I was younger and the, the, all the car accident stuff, because it starts right when I was really young. And when you've had something, because I'm 52, so for 40 years, you figured like it's it's a long time, you no know, over 40 years dealing with this stuff. And I remember when I was a, a young girl, I was probably about eight or nine, and every girl has a crush on their dad. That's just kind of what happens. You fall in love with your dad. That's a normal thing. It's totally understandable. And I remember just, we were laying in bed and I just love my dad. You know, it was a very innocent love and he got up and, and walked away. And I, I felt like he felt uncomfortable. Like he didn't do anything. It wasn't anything like that. It was just like an uncomfortable feeling. And it was weird. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, it felt weird. Something was off, something shifted and changed. And I didn't know what it was. And I was becoming more feminine is really what it was. And then when I was 10, I had my period and I, I went from being a straight line to a balloon with boobs. I mean, it was incredible to go from this to, to this, you know, in a matter, probably about six to eight months, my body completely transformed. And when that happened, um, it was part of it was definitely hormonal and the other part not knowing how to deal with all of this going along with it. And my father's reaction to me, it, it, that's what it, I went to food. That was it. And the whole point of this food thing, and remember we talked about earlier about trying to put up the layers and covering, right? We talked about that earlier. The, it started here because I went to something that was readily available, was comfortable, but it was also something that my dad didn't like. He didn't like my feminine femininity. And so covering up that femininity with weight didn't show my curves, didn't really show my body what it was should have been and transformed into what I am today. I was just, like I said, I look like a blue boobs. But the other part about it that I realized later in life, and I actually realized it, um, it's been this year actually, that my relationship with my father, the real, real reason why we weren't really close when I was growing up, it wasn't because I was eating food and I was fat. I mean, that was part of it, but I was the physical manifestation of his addiction. He actually had food addiction, which I didn't know until later. Oh, so instead of saying, Hey, we can work on this together. Let's figure this out. He just hated that part of me. I don't think he hated all of me. He just hated that part. I showed up physically what he felt internally. And it, and it was a rejection. It was like, stay away from me. And I didn't spend a lot of time with my dad either. Um, but it took me a long time to get to the root cause and really figure out what it was all about. And at first I thought it was just me. 
um, and the rejection of feminism part, but it was also the food addiction part of it that he had. And I had no idea. And I have so much love for my dad now when I realized it, because I, I talked to people that family members about it and like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he, Papa totally had food addiction. I'm like, really? Like, I never really thought that because he kept it hidden right. and he able to make, I mean, yeah, he get a little plump or whatever, but he, it was never to the point like with me, I'm five, two, I was well over 200 pounds. Like that's, that's a lot for me. I'm, and I'm short, I'm short petite person. And I, I typically weigh anywhere between like 125 and 130 now, but I was over 215 at that time. That's a lot for that little frame. It is a lot. So with all this craziness, what am I doing now? Well, what I do now is I have a clubhouse room that my husband and I run and it's called Badass Affirmations, but it's so much more than that. It deals with the mindset piece. And I found that when the mindset gets aligned with other things, your body for one, and your emotional state when these things start to become in harmonic alignment which i call it because they're all lining up on what they're working in together instead of against each other right there is there are things that you can use to get to that point and we don't utilize remember i told you earlier on that i was never taking care of myself i was lucky if i got the anything i usually didn't get anything i call right. them the crumb you know right. which is taking care of myself you were always last on the list oh absolutely and it was interesting because when I made the decision, and this sounds so stupid, but I'm telling you, this was it. When I made the decision to start washing my face every single night before I went to bed, and I always brush my teeth, kind of lazy on the flossing, but then I started doing the flossing every single night, even if I was tired, it didn't matter. Right. I, it's been two years now, I'm thinking about it, it's been two years now. I changed, it changed everything. It changed so many things. So I went from having all of these feelings and thoughts about food. I mean, the anxiety alone around food was intense. The name, the food would be calling my name, the pulling, the prodding, just like, like food is an animate object. It doesn't have a voice. It doesn't have right. power. <laughs> Giving it all this power, right? It was so encompassing my life. It was all thoughts, almost all the time. Everything was a rationalization, an excuse, a reason to do whatever, to eat whatever. And I changed my eating lifestyle in 2017. I made a huge shift. I got rid of a few things in my life that really changed, but the real shift happened in 2020 when I stopped drinking alcohol. And when I stopped drinking alcohol and I wasn't an alcoholic, it wasn't like I had to drink to function or anything like that. Right. When I gave and I will I remember I'll never forget it was St. Patrick's Day of 2020, I had a couple drinks, called them Nikki drinks back in the day. But anyway, <laughs> I had a couple of, and I woke up the next morning and I'm like, I'm never drinking alcohol again. 
it's not like happening over were you like hung over and didn't feel well or were you just like woke up and had that realization that you just it didn't matter to you to do it anymore in January of that year I had been in a car accident and I su- sustained a concussion that was pretty bad and it was the second one I had in four years it w- I was hit almost the same way okay and because so I had the concussion headache you you don't drink you have to wait before you're going to have alcohol again and I waited a couple of months so I'm like this is fine I'll be fine you know just a couple of drinks I'm not like getting splashed and plastered and you know sprawling all over the place the way I felt the next day with the headache was so intense I said that's it it nothing is worth it right nothing is worth the way I'm feeling and I said I'm done and I literally have not had a drink since then it's been I think uh, what, 20 months now, 21 months, something like that. Um, it was March 18th of 2020. So there you go. That's the date. It'll be two years. And when I, but the interesting part, this is the interesting part. When I gave up the alcohol, then I had to really deal with the emotions of the food addiction I had. That's when it really, things started to open up and, and realizations came in and understanding that my dad had food addiction and that I've been angry at him all these years when he was suffering in silence. Right. And I didn't even know it. So I made the decision that I'm going to help people. I'm going to help people in their life with things like this, especially around the, the harmonic alignment piece of the mind, body, soul, spirit of the whole thing, right? Food, everything that we're. So my husband and I created a wellness champion experience. What the heck is wellness champion experience? In 2014, I had an idea of Healthy Transformation Nation. Okay. Created this Healthy Transformation Nation. I'll get back to the clubhouse thing in a second. Um, and it, my tagline, it just came to me and I said, transforming lives from the inside out. That's what I want to do because that's what I was doing with my life at that point in time in 2014, when I was changing, that's start, things are starting to change back in 2014, but it never took off. I never really did anything with it, but it's always been there. And I know why is because I wasn't ready. Right. I'm in the right space to speak about the things that I'm speaking about now, because I have the greater depth and understanding of all of it of what it means to have this healthy relationship with food, even though it's not a person, it's really right. a healthy relationship with yourself. <laughs> you know, it really comes down to that. And so part of helping people on their journey, we do hydration work because a lot of the reason why many people are hungry is they're thirsty. Right, it's a, a very widely misjudged, it's a misconception. I do yeah. know brown babies when I know they have eaten and they're like, I'm hungry. I'm like, no, you're thirsty. Have a drink. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Not the alcohol, but the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because the hydration is huge and people don't do enough of it. Breathing. Got to do it to live. Right. But I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it. I was doing it to serve. I wasn't doing it to thrive. So we teach different breathing techniques and how that impacts you and the benefits of it. Then we move into nutrition, which is 
a very important piece, which I've kind of already touched on. And then intentional movement, which is very important. I learned that movement, having fibromyalgia, movement is my best friend. The more I move, the better I feel. And I handle my fibro without any medications. I don't use pharmaceutical drugs for it. Um, and I'm very grateful. And I've already made the decision that what I have right now is not going any further. I've already made that choice and decision. It doesn't work for me for the things that I need to do in life. So sorry, you're not allowed any further progression. It's not allowed. In fact, you can reverse and be gone as far as I'm concerned. So that's another part of it. And then the other big part of it is the mindset piece. And that's to me where a lot of the changes happen is up in between the the ears and the eye, all this stuff, right? So I have that clubhouse room I was talking about. It's called Badass Affirmations. And it started out as just like, oh, 20 minutes, let's talk about an affirmation. Cool. I had no idea that it was going to change so many lives and the people that have come into that room to the point that people are creating like foundations. They had, a, they had a, a, a something in their mind that they wanted to do. So they created, they, I said, go for it. You need this, this, this done the next day, hopped right on it, took control of that. And I also had said, why don't you take a part of the proceeds? Cause this person had written a book. I'm like, why don't you take like a part of the post 10%, whatever you feel comfortable with, cause you're getting the, the, you know, residuals from it and put that towards your foundation. So every sale of the book something goes toward the foundation that's supporting um, the vision that this person had. And it was so incredible to be a part of seeing the development of that. We've seen other people have um, students that they are helping with affirmations, our affirmations, like it's incredible. That's awesome. To to know that that is impacting people on that level. Right. So that's, that's what our wellness champion experience is all about is just getting the basics, right? Because people think they're doing the basics, but they're not doing the basics because they don't know how to, when they should drink water, how much they should drink, what kind of water should I drink? Distilled water, sterilized water, should I drink that? You know, carbonated, should I drink that? All of this stuff. Should I, you know, breathe? I breathe all the time. What kind of breathing should I do? How do I breathe? (laughs) And I've had life-changing experiences where one woman was really struggling and we were talking and I said, look, do this. And I took her through a process of a particular type of breathing. And she said, you know what, this really works. And she ended up using that in her life daily because of something that I've done to help. That's the, that's what I love to do is helping people. So that's the reason why my husband and I created this wellness champion experience. So we can really touch a lot of people and help people to become a friend with their body, become a friend with themselves. And actually like, you're pretty fucking awesome by the way, cause you're on this planet. Right. You have, you matter. You actually have a voice and I want to hear it. Right. You know, that's awesome. kind of, where I am at with people. I want to hear what people have to say. I care because people didn't listen to me. They didn't care what I had to say. And I had such important things to tell people 
but they didn't see the value in that. They just thought it was like, I knew it all, or I thought I knew it all, which maybe I did at some points in time. And that was growth on my part to not be come across like that. Right. Once that shift happened and I am totally dedicated and focused to this and helping people, the changes in others are happening and they're happening in me as well. So that clubhouse room was the start of something that has become such a movement now that we have an off social online community. So any, you know, all anyone that comes in there signs up as a free member and they can be part of our community and partake in the affirmation because not everybody can make the room and we understand that. So what started off as a hashtag HTN, the number four and the letter U, that was my hashtag I created. It's now a website. Nice. It's cool. It's a awesome. When did that happen? Did that happen like recently? Yes, it happened actually this year. My husband created the website htnforyou.com for that free community social because people wanted to connect, but not everybody wants the social media. Not everybody wants the, the trolls and dealing with all the messaging. They just want to go read the stuff, reflect. Some people use it as a journaling platform. Okay. They share their affirmations that, that they share their thought on the affirmation that day, but they also share the wins. So when people come into our room, they come in, they share a win they've had. And the reason why I do it daily, not weekly is because every day there is a win and you, we do not celebrate the wins, the small stuff enough. We only look at the big things. When you think of a a musician, or you think of someone that's an actor on TV, and you're like, they're an overnight success. Hell no, they're not. Right. We don't see that all the time. Work. <laughs> it takes time and energy. We're just seeing it as an overnight success, right? right? We're seeing it. Right. But it's overnight success like that. That's, that's like so rare. I don't even know anybody that really was an overnight success. Yeah. So it takes a lot of work. And it takes a lot of dedication to doing something. So that's where all of the expertise and stuff has been. My life, I have lived through all of the diets. I've gone through all of the things. I understand what it feels like to have the food calling your name. I also know what it's like to not have a good relationship with your body, hating your body, hating yourself, looking in the mirror, not loving who you are, which you absolutely should hundred percent because you are incredible. I get all of that. And there are things that I have done in my life that have worked and I see are working in others by what I'm doing. So all I'm doing is taking all of this experience and knowledge and things I've been through and I put them into a membership that people can actually tap into and, and grow from it and these safe are and, huh a safe place a safe place to come in to be heard and to learn yes. to learn the ins and outs of how to up level what you're already doing the breathing the drinking yeah, water you know the sleeping <laughs> to me it's so funny because I'm like this is leveling up and my husband's like no this is the beginning the leveling up stuff girl oh my goodness I have got a lot of people that we're working with and collaborating with and the things in the, in the next level wellness 
part of it. And that is a part that is a real thing, believe it or not. It it's is awesome. even, we're in the founding member part right now. So anyone that joins the launch that we have going on right now, they become a founding member and they actually have input into how the membership will be because we're going to present them with stuff and different ideas and things like that. And we'll have a structure in place, but we also want to hear what the needs are because we don't know everything. We right. know what we, what we have is very, very important. It's vital to people's daily life, but they may have different trips, tick, uh, uh, tricks or tips or things like that, or they may feel more comfortable with it being set up slightly different or whatever it is, whatever that input is, we welcome it. We're, we're open. And what that's going to do is set the status, the uh, foundation as well for that actual launch that we do next year. So we're in the founding member launch now. So it's a one-time fee and that's it. You're in for life and you have access to us and having that input into what we're creating. And I think that that's incredible. And, yeah. and it, it's amazing to be a part of that. And I'm offering a one-on-one -on -one for people that really are interested and want to want to get to know a little bit more. I'm offering a one-on-one -on -one with them because I feel like a lot of people don't understand what that really means. And you can go to, you know, healthytransformationnation.net and find out that gives you, you know, some good ground ideas on right. what it is, but it's not going to give you the full picture. It's not going to give you the Nicolette effect. <laughs> the Nicolette effect. There you go. <laughs> the HGN effect, you know. So it, that's why I'm doing the one-on-one -on -one because I feel that it's really something that will help people. And we can just do it right then and there. Have your one-on-one -on -one and get, move, get people moving in a positive direction toward health and wellness in a way that they've never even experienced before. Because I, like I said, I've done a lot of programs out there. I have done a lot of diets and diets don't work. This is a lifestyle. This is completely changing your lifestyle one step at a time with wins and not having it take six, eight months, 12 months. It's not like that. These are small, achievable, attainable goals that people can do on the daily. Right. And that's, I think is so important because when you're, when you're doing things and you're not seeing results and you're not paying attention, that's the other key part of it too. I'm not going to get into that, but you're not paying attention to that stuff. Uh, that's, that's the hard part when you don't see any progress. And I, and I know that people are going to see progress in it because the way we structured it and set it up, that they will have progress and they're going to feel so amazing because I know how I feel when people are just in the room alone, but having people in our founding member launch, you get much more of us and what we have to offer. So, and, and it's not all me, it's my husband, Bill too. He, he is very much a vital, important part of the way this is running and working. So if you don't know, you'll get to know him and you'll love because everybody loves him. He's this <laughs> well, I've been so in months with you on, on yeah. several of your stages. And one of the things 
Um, and when I say stages, I'm talking about Clubhouse for those that are listening that are not familiar. Um, and one of the things that I absolutely love from hearing you talk and share about this before, and then as well as today, is that you find so many different programs that are like, okay, let's focus on your nutrition, eat less, move more, do this kind of workout. You're going to get guaranteed results in 30 days, whatever it might be. And in my own personal journey, I'm a very strong believer, which is why I absolutely love what you guys are doing. And I'm definitely going to make sure that if I'm not already on that website, that I'm connected after this, (laughs) but that you take the whole, the idea of in my own journey, I have discovered that you can eat as healthy and on point as fits and works for you as you want. You can exercise until you feel like your legs are going to fall off. But if you're not, you know, you can drink all the water, you can get all of the sleep, but if you don't have everything lined up, it's not going to work. It's like, you know, it's like putting brand new tires on a car that's transmission is going out kind of thing. You have to have (laughs) spiritual, mental, and physical stuff all lined up and be doing it properly for yourself for things to work. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love when I get to hear you talk about it is is that you guys do all of that because you don't find that anywhere. Yeah. It's not not even like a religion either. This is not about religion or any of that stuff. It's about really connecting with you, who you are. And a lot of people don't the heck they are you know I didn't know who I was for a long time I know it sounds strange but it's just true I just didn't know who I was for a long time and when I started really seeing who I was and then people start telling me the things they're seeing in me and I'm like what huh (laughs) I can't believe that because it's good stuff that I'm hearing and sometimes people just love on you so hard that you just you just tear up and you're like kind of in a space of whoa yeah like this is important and the epiphanies you know start going it's all off so I think that as far as the best investment you can make is yourself you've got one life you're with yourself 24 7 and if you don't like the house you're in so to speak which is this right here there's a way to change it so you actually love where you're residing and i'm not just talking geographically because right. i don't like <laughs> i don't like geographically because it's cold but, <laughs> but it can still be here in this geographic location and be so happy with my life and love on myself and even exercise if i want to no Right. Or the rain or whatever I want to do. And that's a beautiful thing about it is that we have so much more um, power over ourselves than we even can possibly imagine. We're a very, we're very powerful people and that's for everybody. Everybody is important and everybody matters. And, and I think that it, we hear, like I said, we hear about the overnight successes, but there are people that are successes in their lives and they're and and nobody like famous they're not anybody famous but they're so successful in their lives because they're making an impact on what they're doing they're helping people and that's how i feel i'm making an impact i'm helping people i don't need that stuff i i want to i want to be in the trenches i want to be in it with people i want to feel what they're feeling get what they're feeling be there and then help them through that through all that stuff 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like somebody that, oh, you check in once a week. Okay, good. All right, good. Have a nice day. You know, it's not like that. It, it's not like that. You know, it, I mean, Bill and I were committed to run that room every Monday through Friday at 8.15 a.m. to 10.15 a.m. That's a huge commitment to show up every single day like that. But yeah. that's what because we are committed to what we're doing we believe in what we're doing what we're sharing with people and how we're helping people we're seeing it and i want people to have the life that they really want you deserve it you know yeah and and i just that's what i want so that's what i'm offering that's what i'm getting I think it's an amazing offer. I think you're an amazing human being and I think it's an amazing offer and I'm absolutely loving it. So um, as we get as we get into wrapping up here, where yeah. is I so I have some information. You're going to be sending me some more that I'll be posting on the episode yeah. details for the listeners. Where is your preferred way of contact if people wanted to know more? Just checking out the website, or do you, you know, if they're not on Clubhouse, because not everybody's on Clubhouse. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing about our room is that there's a feature on Clubhouse where you can have replays on where you can replay it and you can hear snippets from it or you can hear the whole room in its entirety. We have replays off for people to feel safe as well. And I wanted to say that because it's important that people do feel safe, that what they say there is in there in the sense, you know, it's not like- is there. Because yeah. people- there are a lot of personal intimate things and it's important to honor that privacy for them. Yeah. Um, so we don't have the replays, but the best way, if you're not on Clubhouse, it's totally fine. I'm on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter. If you Google my name, you're going to find me. That's for sure. But my handle on Twitter is Nicolette Walker Bowman. And that's my personal. And then my business is Healthy Transformation Nation. Okay. okay. That's it. Those, those are the two, two things. You can look those two things up. You'll find me. I'm everywhere. Find you. Okay. Yeah. We will find you and we will join you. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I'll make sure I have those links in the episode details for anybody that's listening that wants to connect with you and find out more. What do you have coming up? I know that we're coming into Christmas and um, I think that your episode here is going to be the first episode of season two, starting in January. Awesome. So- Woohoo on that. Um, what do you have coming up for December, January, February ish? Um, anything specific? Yeah, like I was telling you, um, we're obviously doing the clubhouse room. We're not stopping that. We're going to continue right. that, but we're doing that, um, the launch okay. for the membership. So that would really be the, um, the thing to look at is the healthy transformation nation.net. You know, DM me on Instagram and let's get a one-on-one and let's just talk and see if this is a good fit because this isn't going to be for every single person. This is for, for people that are wanting to really build their core foundational values and with, with all of the things we've discussed and they're ready to start making changes. They're, they're, these are people that are just kind of, they know they need to change some things. They're kind of tired of the same thing over and over again. Um, they want to feel better, not so tired, not so drained, not so worn out, um, and really make, have, have a healthier lifestyle. And I think also, I, I, I love helping kids too. Kids are important, but you know, we got to start with us first. So that's, that's, that's really what it is for that. 
And I love that you guys are really enforcing that it's a safe place to come and, and learn and grow and do this by not having the replays on, on Clubhouse and then by yeah. doing the one-on-one -on -one with you before going into the groups so that you know who's coming in to your community and what they're going to be about. So yeah, we love yeah. that. Yeah, it's really it's a it's a fantastic. Some of the members are already that that are founding members are already in the clubhouse room. They're, they nice. speak in, so yeah, we got we got a few in there, so it's cool. <laughs> but we do limited spaces too. Um, so I just want to you know say that we we can't have like a full launch until after the new year. Um, I'm I'm thinking it might be in uh, February around February, late January, early February. So if it's coming out in January, probably still make that founding launch time. Right. Um, but it's limited space. So, cause we're getting, we're winding down to the end of this year right now. Right. You want to be able to close everything out and get it ready for the launch part. Nine days <laughs> till, till Christmas. I know it came so fast. Mm -hmm. All right, my dear. Well, what would be your, a tip or if you want to share an affirmation, what would be your parting thoughts with the listeners today? Uh, like I said, <laughs> Honestly, the best investment is investing in you. You deserve the time to wash your face. You deserve the time to floss your teeth. I don't care if you have a couple of kids and they're jumping up and down the beds, do it. You start with the day starts with the evening. How you set yourself up in the evening carries over into the morning. And it sounds crazy, but it's really true. And my thought on that is to follow me we are giving out tips and pointers on instagram so i'm on the insta with all of the tips and pointers but really investing in yourself like i said you're with yourself 24 7 you deserve to take care of yourself and if you're not in good shape taking care of you how can you really care for everyone else with feeling good about it and not feeling a little bit bitter and angry right <laughs> you know, I mean, really, you know, this, this responsibility of being a woman, um, alone is huge being a, um, entrepreneur or someone that is an employee or employer is a huge responsibility. And then you add on being married and then you add on the hat of children, pets, like it goes on and on. And if we're not putting ourselves at the forefront all of the other things, the house of cards just crumbles. It's going to fall. It's not going to, it's not going to survive and thrive the way it really should. And you should be thriving too. I mean, this is, I don't, I don't care what anybody says about this. As you get older, you decline. I'm, I'm doing better now than when I was 15 years old. So I totally dispel that completely. I am against that and don't accept that for your life. Just because you're getting older does not mean you're declining. You just need to make adjustments so you can thrive. Right. And that's what I'm about. I love that. And, and we're going to end on that note with that wonderful mind shift there y'all connect with Miss Nicolette so that you can, you can get the right mindset to live your best life as well. Thank you for listening in. We will see you guys next time. Have a great day. Thank you, Nicolette. Bye. Thank you so much, Jess. I appreciate it. Hey friends, are we having fun yet? If you like what you're hearing here on the Picture It podcast, I'd ask for you to do a girl a solid. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button up there. 
Go ahead and turn on your notifications. That way you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. If you would like to connect with me to say hi, to give me some topic ideas, or to come on as a guest speaker, please do. You can connect with me on Facebook or on Instagram at jwilsonpix. That's J-W-I-L-S-O-N-P-I-X.